You're listening to a special episode of In the Public Eye podcast, igniting next gen for careers in risk management, where we explore all the exciting career opportunities and possibilities within the insurance industry. Here is your host, Karen Caterino. Hello, welcome to Alliance Igniting Next Gen podcast. I'm your host, Karen Caterino. And our guest today is Irina Simpson, Senior Vice President and Chief Claims Officer with PMA Management Corporation. Welcome to the show, Irina. Thanks so much, Karen. I'm really excited about this opportunity and uh, it's so great to be here with you. Well, we're glad you're here. We'd like to hear about your background and your career path that has led you to become PMA's Chief Claims Officer. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. I think like many folks in our industry, I uh, didn't go to college planning to pursue a career in claims or insurance. I was actually thinking of going to law school. And then uh, as I started getting closer to the graduation time, I realized I needed to help my parents paying off some loans and help in our financial situation. So I knew I had to get a job. And ultimately, I ended up being selected by a large national carrier for their entry-level claims program. And, you know, really didn't know what to expect. I always envisioned the world of claims uh, as a, like a cold calling type of thing, as I think a lot of folks still do now. So I got into the program back then. They sent us away for 30 days to study and to learn the foundation of claims and the basics and the background. And then we came back and we started doing the actual work. And that's when I really was so surprised, I think, that the world of commercial claim handling is just so different than what anybody could have expected. It's so dynamic. Every day is so different. It's really never boring. And that there's just so much to learn constantly. So I found myself loving what I was doing and started progressing through the career track. Over time, ultimately ended up landing in a TPA world, a third-party administrator, and progressed there through various career tracks. And then I got a call from PMA Management Corp. And there was a great opportunity for me to run business operations, product design, data analytics, and field claims operations. So that was about seven years ago joined PMA, and then a few years down the road, they named me the chief claims officer. And that's really been kind of, I think, one of the best things that could have happened to me at that time. I got to run a large organization. There's so many excellent, talented people. There's so much innovation that's taken place, both big and small. It's just uh, the opportunities that are created, the ability to uh, build teams and to interact with people and to solve problems. It's a really, really nice position. What well, sounds like those are a few qualities that you do like most about your job. What are some other things, maybe some skill sets and things that you feel are, are necessary for a role like yours? I think this position and any positions in our industry, really, it's uh, folks need to be great problem solvers. They also need to be students of the industry. And I say this because I think when I talk to a lot of the folks coming out of college and coming into our entry level programs, they are often talking about kind of the same as me. I didn't know what to expect. I did my research. I talked to my professors and this is nothing like what I thought it was going to be. And so being a student of the industry is so very important. I think one of the greatest things about risk and insurance is the fact that it survives all of the socioeconomic changes. It survives anything that may be happening out there in the world. It's a great kind of unique hidden gem of an industry. And because of this, when these things happen, you always have to be up with the times, right? So you have to be learning, you have to be curious, you have to be willing to invest in yourself to get some more education throughout. You have to be a great communicator. You're dealing with folks at every level of a customer's organization. This could be uh, CFOs, treasurers, this could be heads of HR, and you have to be able to be on par with them, being able to articulate complex concepts in a great manner and inspire confidence in the fact that you can manage very large financial exposures for them. 
you know, I think what Gen Z is is looking for in terms of their career pathways are some of the things you've mentioned in terms of career stability, the ability to be able to uh, earn a, a pretty good living doing uh, what you're doing, as well as, you know, the flexibility, the work-life balance, which I think working within a TPA also offers them, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think it's one of those jobs where you really, you could build a career track. I know growth and progression is very important to this generation. And it was very important to me when I was starting out. And the opportunities are just so vast. The industry is not just about calling somebody or like I said, the cold calling or anything like this. There is the claims career track. There is a technical career track. There is a leadership track. There is all other types of things like analytics and risk control and safety. could be getting into project management. The world is yours when you get into the industry like this. But I think, especially in a third-party administration, I find claims is a foundation of everything. You got to learn claims and then that propels you forward in every career. But it does allow you the flexibility. It does allow you the stability. Our company has been around for over 100 years. And that's, uh, you know, not a common thing nowadays. And as I said, with the uh, uh, economy and the society and what goes on, we survive through all of that because you always need insurance and there's always risk in the world. And that's very true. I also think what Gen Z really looks for and values is relationships. And the benefit of that in our business is that you do build that network and that relationship amongst a variety of career pathways that if one doesn't necessarily work for you, that you can leverage that network and continue on in some other type of role using the background information you gained and knowledge in the role that you were, you were in, right? So it's another advantage for Gen Z to consider too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ability to make uh, build relationships, uh, work with different generations of people, get so much knowledge and uh, the transfer of knowledge and wealth of that uh, information that you could be getting from folks that uh, have joined, you know, 30, 40 years ago to now. There's just so much there. And many of them are going to be retiring. So even more opportunity, right? <laughs> so, well, you've talked a lot about what you like. What would you say are some of the challenges that you've experienced just starting out either in, in your claims management role or, or even your former roles? What, what were some of the things that were challenging to you? I think the challenges uh, really uh, come back to not knowing what to expect. And even as I talk now to all of our college grads and I even surveyed them a little bit before having this conversation and they all came back saying the same thing, no matter how much you think you've prepared, no matter how much research you've done, you can't really explain this until you're in it. And when you don't know what to expect, it requires you to be nimble and agile and open-minded. It allows you to come into something and really commit yourself to that and invest in yourself. And then of course, having a company that's willing to invest right back into you. And that happens through the continuing education. It happens through uh, different training programs, giving, being given opportunities, being recognized if you truly have talent and skill and progressing you through career track. But it starts with, uh, you know, kind of just opening up your mind and saying, you know what, I'm going to give this a try and I really am going to invest in this. You know, it's great that at least you and your company acknowledge that. I think having a 21-year-old daughter myself considering a career in insurance, she's one that wants to go into a job knowing what she needs to do. And I try and coach an advisor. That's what a company invests in you to help you get there. But being a perfectionist, she just wants to go in, you know, oh, I know it and, and I, I'm going to feel bad if I don't. So we appreciate your hearing what you're saying. And I think Gen Z does as well that you don't have to go into a job knowing 100% of what the job's going to entail that you will learn it. Yeah, I think if you have a technical background and you went uh, through school for a very specific narrow degree, you probably would have a good understanding, maybe like a computer programming or something like that. But in this industry, 
I always say, you know, uh, there's a question about what's a typical day look like. There is no typical day because the world is uh, everything is so nimble and it evolves and it changes and it's really you follow what's happening out there and that's why you can't really predict it. Who could have thought it would be in pandemic three four years ago, right? So. Yeah, that's a great advice. You touched on a typical day. What is a typical day for somebody that works in your field? There isn't one. You know, it's a, that's the funny part about this uh, this job and I think uh, this field uh, in uh, claims and what we do. So third-party administration is a client-driven business. And our day kind of follows along the steps of what our customers are going through and how can we best really help support them through this. At the core of what a third-party party administrator does is really them partnering with the very large companies to help them protect their most valuable assets. And those assets could be their employees. Those assets could be their property, their brand, their reputation, the fleet that they have, and anything like that, the products that they make. So being able to respond swiftly and with great degree of confidence and knowledge to different situations that take place to give you an example, if you deal with, a, for example, a large municipality, your day could be dealing with a civil unrest or a police officer being injured in the line of duty. If you're dealing with a healthcare facility, you may be dealing with COVID pandemic and how it's affecting their healthcare workers. If you're working with a large trucking company, let's say Midwest, uh, there's a snowstorm that could be a pileup in the middle of a highway and you're in the middle of this. So you really are following your customers' problems and issues and become an extension of their brand and reputation, an extension of their risk management department. And the best claims professionals that you know we try to grow and develop are those that really can become specialized consultative experts to their customer and be able to support them because these are unforeseen difficult events that they go through. And what you've just highlighted, I think it is another attribute that Gen Z really likes is making a difference. And clearly what you just described is somebody being able to jump in, you know, at a moment's notice and assist during a difficult event, you know, a a client with something. So, you know, I I think that's really important to Gen Z too, that they feel their, their job matters. It's a, and this is, a, I think, one of those unexpected things that a lot of uh, our folks find about this role and this our, our industry, because you don't think of insurance, you don't think of risk management as I'm making a difference, I'm helping somebody in a time of need. But really, when you step back and you look at what is it that we do, that's at the core of what we do is identifying how many somebody got hurt. Somebody is having a tough time. They're not experts in what to do. Uh, maybe their car got damaged. Maybe uh, they were mistreated uh, at the place of work. Maybe uh, they ate something in a school cafeteria that was uh, not uh, savory. All types of things that you don't realize that all of them lead us right back to the claims and insurance. It's every part of our life. And to have uh, the opportunity to be on the front lines of this as a claims professional, to really jump in and make that difference, I think folks find it extremely rewarding. I definitely would agree. Well, how can students or people early on in their career pursue opportunities to work in claims management firms like yours? Great question. We uh, offer a great training program, and that's probably one of the best ways to enter this industry. You really want to be looking at the company that can help you gain the right skills and uh, knowledge that you need, because it's not a job that you could just you know step into and do day one. It requires skill and development and growth throughout the career trajectory. So having a training program that's uh, really built out and well-designed can tell you hours run about twice a year. And the best way to find them is by going to our website, uh, pmacompanies.com and looking at right around graduation dates. So a January program would be posted right around September timeframe, sometime in the fall. And then a June starting program would be posted sometime around March, April. 
And then, of course, there's also internships that give you a sense of what's going on. Can I try my foot at this? Can I see if I'm any good at this? And I get a preview of what's going on. But once you get into the training program, it's really there is a lot of differences about how these programs are run. And you want to find the right one for you as coming out of school and what really speaks to you. Our program is about four phases long, and it's a combination of instructor-led virtual training, a little bit of self-study. There are some cultivation activities that really take you from the bottom up of the foundation and basics of what this industry is, what it is, a day in the life, what are some of the things that can happen. And then it provides you an assimilated environment, an opportunity to apply what you're learning in a progressive manner. So you're not walking in and being handed over you know, a bunch of work and saying, you know, going to sink or swim. It's a really nurturing type of environment with two mentors being assigned and a supervisor being dedicated just to each individual coming in to make sure they're truly well positioned for success in this position. Well, that's fantastic. Is the programs that you offer, are they nationwide based or are there certain offices that are locations that they would need to be uh, working out of? They're all national and they really just believe that uh, the best talent will be where they will be, especially, you know, post-pandemic folks are moving all over the place. So yeah, we look for the best possible uh, person, not necessarily the local one. We've done them all over the country with all various types of universities and colleges. And uh, we've run this for over five years now. We bring 30 to 40 uh, folks in every year. And I just, I spent uh, so much time with them. I love the interaction. I love the ideas that they bring, the diversity of thought that they have, how uh, innovative they can be and the solutions they bring to the table. And I think having an opportunity to have your voice heard is so important. And it's important to us as an employer to bring people in that are willing to be outspoken and excited and passionate and truly want to have this be their career. Do many of those that intern with you wind up coming to work with PMA? Yes, I think a fair amount. You know, it's uh, the uh, internship programs. uh, We try to offer them really to be more of an educational type of component where you get to just kind of observe and see what's going on. What is this job really about? So you may not necessarily get to do the actual job because that requires training and development, but you get to spend time shadowing people, watching how this is done, uh, learning about the organization, learning about different departments that exist. So if you decide maybe it's not claims that you want to enter into, but it's data analytics or risk control, opportunities to really understand and learn all of that really is a part of the internship program. Do you feel a college degree is a requirement? You know, I think it's a, an interesting topic and uh, that we talk about all the time. And we've uh, looked at uh, things and have done them different ways. I don't know uh, if I I would say that it's a permanent requirement. I think right now our program does rely on a college background for the graduation. But we do offer other entry-level positions uh, for a uh, entry-level type of claims roles that don't require a degree. And you can then enter and try to pursue different type of designations, associates in claims, associates in risk management. We will support you through all of that. And uh, so there are other opportunities there. The other really great avenue we found is that folks that have gotten out of school worked somewhere for a couple of years and maybe, you know, it wasn't for them and they wanted a new career. They now understand what corporate world is all about, but want to have a true track long term. They also end up being really successful and we do look at those as well. That's great. So in closing, what would you say is your best advice for students considering a career working with a company like yours or an, uh, another TPA and maybe share some of the training opportunities as you have for the entry-level positions. But in addition, are there certifications or licensing that's required too? So uh, my best advice would be do your research, 
Figure out what the best uh, organization is for you. Make sure that there's a good training program that's truly going to allow you to progress and develop. That's going to open the doors for you. That's going to provide the uh, nurturing environment where you feel like you have support, where you have the mentors, where you have the proper leadership in place, folks that are truly committed to your success, not just to uh, bring you into the door. I think that the uh, skills that are needed, you know, obviously the communication and the great writing and the speaking and all of those things, invest in those, find opportunities to network, find opportunities to put yourself out there to grow. You know, it's difficult. And we always say you have to go to grow. And that's one of those things where you just have to put yourself out there and try to develop. The training opportunities, uh, you know, they exist out there. Like I said, our training program, I think when I talk to our college grads and I have so many testimonials from them that have gone through this program, have graduated now, some of them have been here like five, six years. Some of them are managers supervisors moved into other departments, they always look back and they tell me, you know, I didn't anticipate this, but I love being here. I love finding a new home. I love how supportive the environment this has been. I love being able to have my voice heard. And this could be part of, you know, being a, in a smaller company, maybe being having the opportunity to have access to leadership teams, to be a part of different projects, to when I be in a diverse community. I think all of that is very important. And so I'd say, the best thing you can do is give it a try, reach out. I'm always glad to answer any questions folks have. Uh, friend us on LinkedIn, go follow the website, uh, sign up for our newsletters and things like that. And just, uh, you know, have the courage to get a, give it a good try. Well, thank you, Irina. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And thank you so much for taking the time to be on our show and share your experiences. Thank you very much, Karen. What a great opportunity. I really appreciate it. Yeah.